What is up Spartans? Batman here to talk about everything that needs to be changed from the beta for Halo Infinite to be successful. Let's dive in. So while overall the beta so far has shown off that the game is going to be moving in the right direction, there's still a few missteps that we found in the beta that I think need to be changed. First one is the HUD. Now my problem with the HUD wasn't even like the shield or even the placement, although I thought having the score in the bottom center was a little odd. But rather that the radar, the radar and your ammo counters were so small compared to, in my mind, it felt like it was a lot smaller than we had in some of the other Halos. In fact, I felt like the radar didn't have a good enough range. It felt like it only picked up what was like right around the corner. So it'll be very interesting to see if other people had the same complaint, if they're going to change that or not. I know they're probably going to be compiling a list of data for the next couple weeks and then get back to us on what's going to change. But I thought that the radar needed a tweak to be improved as well as bigger. And then the ammo counter, I just felt like it was in a corner that I didn't really pay much attention to. I almost wish they would have just gone old school, moved the ammo counter up top, made the radar a little bit bigger, and then put the score in the bottom right-hand corner like it's always been. Next up is metals. Now, the metals I have two problems with. First off is the design of the metals. I was hoping that they'd go more to classic or even to the Halo Reach style where it had that almost rusted look to it. Uh, which they kind of went with with the armor models. They kind of borrowed from Halo Reach's art style a little bit. So I was really hopeful that the metals would follow suit instead of the blue to red metals for like double, triple, all the way up. I've never been a fan of those ones as much. I liked the bright and colorful metals that we got from the Bungie era Halo games. So first off, that was my, my complaint, was that I just didn't feel like they were as colorful although i did love a lot of the new ones the 360 the ninja demon some of those ones i really liked that they were kind of giving it more of a casual and fun medals in order to accomplish so next my biggest problem was where it was at and how small it was i figured they'd put it off to the side on the left hand side right above the battle log and they would make a big old medal on the side like it's again if they're going back to the legacy style i'm, I'm thinking of you know, I'm thinking make it, of course, as much like Halo 3 as you can. And the medals, when they'd show up, were perfect because they were just the right size. They weren't in the center of the screen, which they kind of are now. And so it's, to me, it's a little distracting because you want to see that medal, but they're so small you have to kind of, like, almost look at it specifically instead of just doing a quick glance. So, and I know I'm, I, there are other people who have complained about medals in general, about the designs. I don't know if they're going to move the locations or make them bigger, uh, but I do think that that is something that they should do. Coming up next is the drop wall. All the equipment I thought operated pretty flawlessly. I had a great time with the grapple shot. I had a great time with even the threat detector, even though I didn't get to use that one too often. Overshield, active camo, those all work flawlessly. I don't think those need to be tweaked at all. One thing, well, actually, I take that back. I do think that the overshield felt a little weak. Like, you got a little bit more of, a, of an overshield, but it didn't feel like it was by much. But that wasn't a big complaint. The bigger one was drop wall. And it wasn't about how much damage the panels could take, but how long it took to deploy. It felt like by the time you deployed it, you were already dead. It needs to be able to deploy just as fast as the original bubble shield. But I understand they're trying to make it so that you need to put it down so that way if you die, that someone else could pick it up. But I think drop ball definitely needs a buff to the time or a buff to the wall damage overall. But my biggest thing was how long it took to deploy. I couldn't tell you how many times I went to deploy it and got shot before I could. Next up, and I know this was another problem for people, was the, the UI or user interface. The user interface I found to be a little clunky. 
I don't want to say disorganized because that's not the right term, but it wasn't very organic. I like, actually, now that I know how to do it, I overall like the setup, but I do think they need to make it a little bit more user-friendly for people who will just hop on for a weekend to try it out with their friends. They want to check the battle pass. They want to check the customization. It needs to be very clear how to get there. And while at the top it did show, you know, customize, shop, and play, make them a little bit bigger. Make them either thicker borders or almost give it a highlight of sorts. I like the look of it where you're sitting next to a pelican with your own Spartan. I like the look of the shop. I like the look of the customization. There's all in one area. But I do think the UI needs to be cleaned up a bit. The next one was AI samples. I don't know why they wouldn't have included this, and maybe they're planning to in the final version, but when you're in the AI screen, you should be able to at least hear a couple lines. Even in firefight modes, we've always been able to at least listen to a line or two of what they would be saying so we can understand, do we want this or not? Rather than I had to wait until I could play a game with them, listen to them say a few things, and be like, oh, do I like them or not? So to me, that having AI samples is, is a big deal, especially if we're gonna be having a lot more AIs over time, which I believe we will. Next up, there was no player page with stats and rank. I don't know if that was intentional or just because, again, it's not even a beta yet. I know everyone's calling it a beta, but it's just a, test, a technical preview or a flight. But there needs to be a player page where you can see your highest rank, maybe if you beat the campaign on Legendary, stuff like that to kind of show off your Spartan. I do wish, um, now that I'm thinking about it, that they would let you customize that a little bit. Say what stuff. It's almost like a profile page that you could kind of put on there and say, oh, I beat Halo on Legendary Solo, or I did a speed run, or I did this. And you could put your favorite achievements on there. Next up was cross-play. I don't know if the beta had us play... I know it was all basically teams except for the two hours for PvP, which I didn't get a chance to participate in the PvP portion, but I got to do the bot arena multiple times. But never did it show what our teammates were using, whether it was keyboard or controller, so I don't know if Xbox was playing with Xbox and PC with PC, or Xbox Series X with Xbox other series versus Xbox Ones. So I wish that they would have shown that the same way that they display that with the MCC loading screen, because you can see exactly who's using what and you could opt out of that if you don't feel comfortable next up is the academy the academy was great i think it's a fantastic way for us to test out weapons practice weapons i do wish there's a little more variety um, in the things you could choose like jumping spartans um, things of that nature but right now again it's still not even beta for what we got it was actually a lot of fun and i think it could still be very useful in its current state However, I do wish all weapons were in Academy, like the Gravity Hammer and all the grenades. And I think in order for that too, they should put some walls in there so you could try bank shots of grenades. And they could even just have us wandering around inside the little shooting range with the hammer to test it out and see like, oh, okay, if I do this, then it's going to do two kills and get just a little bit more experience with it. Because, you know, when you have it in multiplayer, you're just like, I want to hang on to it. You might have that little freak out and then die. I would just love to be able to go around smashing bots without having to worry about dying. Just go go to town on that because you still have to worry about your score. Next up, I was also thinking maybe they should have, alongside the academy, they also need to have a tutorial or a certain kind of practice range for using equipment. Give us a bunch of walls that we could grapple to. Give us um, a bunch of weapons that we can grab. You get points for grabbing weapons. You get a certain amount of points for clambering of this and getting to the other side, like almost like a parkour range of sorts. 
Now, obviously, with invisibility and overshield, those ones don't really need it, but giving threat detector, giving us maybe having where we could turn the bots to attack mode and have us going after us so we would need to deploy that drop wall, I think would be fun. And I know we could probably, I'm sure we'll be able to do that in kind of custom games, but I'm just saying for Academy, so it's a much more relaxing environment, that we should be able to do that. The other thing, and I've mentioned this before in my other videos, is the same weapon spawns always. Given the example of live fire, they show right in the center that there's a skewer and a sniper rifle. And that's because it seemed like every other game it would rotate which one it was doing. And I don't know what the reasoning was for that. I don't know if it was just so we could have more feedback of certain weapons, which would make sense. But I hope it's not going to be something where it's randomized or if it's ranked, it's this and it's social, it's that. I think it needs to be the same across the board. So that way if you practice social, you go into ranked, it's the exact same game, but it now counts. I did feel the movement was a little clunky at times. Obviously bugs, so I'm not going to count bugs because a lot of them have been fixed. This was a month's old build of the game. So I had heard that they had actually fixed a lot of the bugs that people were reporting, which is great because I did run into a few. But the clunkiness of the movement, and sometimes even the gunplay felt a little off. I think that could be due to my sensitivity level as well as I'm still new at this particular game. But mostly the movement at times didn't feel quite right. But overall, I feel like the combat is pretty solid. But there is one weapon that I feel like they are going to need to fix, and that is the battle rifle. So I was looking at some, I was watching some YouTube videos today, and I came across one that was from Aozola's YouTube channel, and they had done a Time to Kill video, or TTK. And they mostly showed the primary human UNSC weapons, which is really the main ones I was caring about because a lot of the energy weapons, like the plasma pistol, those ones are more about draining shields and things of that nature. So it's a different kind of tool for a different kind of job. Whereas these four main weapons, the commando, sidekick, assault rifle, battle rifle, those are the main primary UNSC weapons. Commando kind of replacing the DMR in a way. Sidekick is the new pistol and of course AR and BR are coming back. So for the time to kill, just shooting at the body, not using any headshots or precision shots, which would be, of course, optimal. It takes the commando, sidekick, and assault rifle. Each of them have the exact same body TTK, which is 1.4 seconds. You were to shoot someone in the body with an assault rifle, and then next to you, someone shooting someone directly in the body with just a sidekick. No headshots, no precision shots, nothing. You'll kill the same person at the exact same amount of time if you start at the same time, which is fine. But... The battle rifle is 2.4 seconds. So the sidekick, which I would say is your starting precision-based weapon, has one second faster TTK on body shots than the battle rifle. So it, why pick it up? I get there's a little bit more range. Maybe there's a bit of spread, things of that nature. But let's move on. The optimal time to kill was one second even for the commando. That was the best time to kill optimal between the four primary UNSC weapons. The sidekick was 1.1 second. The assault rifle, 1.15 seconds. Now keep in mind, these are all like headshots, precision shots, landing every single one. So, commando, one second, sidekick, 1.1, assault rifle, 1.15, battle rifle, 1.55. Now, 1.55 is the exact same time to kill that Halo 3's battle rifle had, which is great because it will feel familiar. It's still four shots to the head. But my problem is, 
while you're making the battle rifle feel the same, you made everything else faster. Now, I don't know the time to kills for the assault rifle in Halo 3 or previous pistols or the DMR, but if the battle rifle being the most probably iconic legacy weapon for precision-based shooting outside of like the sniper rifle, you need to make it better than the weapon that you start with. Because aside from range, I don't see a benefit to dropping the sidekick for a battle rifle. Now, I will say, you know, battle rifle aside, I felt like the commando sidekick and assault rifle all felt great. Even the assault rifle has a bit more bite to it this time around, which I really love. There were times where I would just, my main strategy was drain the shields as quick as I could with the assault rifle, swap to the sidekick, and pop a headshot and end the battle right there. But the battle rifle being 0.4 seconds slower than the slowest of the three, I don't know that there's been a game with an assault rifle and battle rifle where the time to kill in the assault rifle was faster than the battle rifle. If it was, it just wasn't as optimal for ranked type of playlist. Now maybe they did that so that way when we play ranked, we're going to start with battle rifle instead of the pistol and AR, and then we're going to go look for those weapons. I don't know. But the fact that the time to kill for body was all the same on the three and then the battle rifle was one whole second longer. While it might not sound like a very big deal if you're not used to playing competitive games and looking at TTK rates, the, the time to kill numbers for the guns, that extra second could be the difference between life and death. I know when Halo 5 had done their big update and they changed the TTKs, I actually looked, used the chart to say, oh, okay, this one's higher than this one, this is the gun I'm using. And my KD went up because of it. Because even if you miss that shot, it still takes less time for you to get a kill if you both end up missing a shot then if the person has a weaker weapon theoretically but let us know in the comments if there's anything that you felt needed to be changed that will make the game a bigger success and that's all we have for today if you enjoyed this video as always please like and subscribe thank you again for watching tst gaming and until next time just play